This is the Straight Truth Podcast, biblical answers to difficult questions from a Christian worldview. Pastor, we know that the New Testament teaches the permanent indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit in all believers, right? But in the Old Testament, that was a bit different. It was the Holy Spirit's movement. It seems to be more selective, uh, temporary. The Holy Spirit swoops in and uh, and does the work, say, uh, in somebody like um, a judge in mm-hmm. the book of Judges. Yeah. Does the work, but is not a permanent indwelling of the Spirit. Uh, we see um, the Spirit working, especially in leaders in the Old Testament. We think of the Spirit being upon Saul when he's first anointed king, and yet departing from Saul, mm-hmm. and uh, and then remaining seemingly on David. Uh, he even prays, um, "Let not your Holy Spirit, you know, depart from me." David wants the Holy Spirit to remain on his life for the whole of his days. So um, the question here is: Does the Holy Spirit's sanctifying work? which we, we know and understand very clearly in, in the New Testament, uh, being conformed into the image of the Son, Romans 8, 29. Yeah. Does his sanctifying work differ in the Old Testament from the New Testament? Yeah. And so it's a challenging question to consider, but I wonder what you might uh, think. In the New Testament, we're being transformed from one image of glory to another mm-hmm. and, uh, and obviously being conformed to the image of Christ. Yeah. So how would you answer this question? Yeah, this is a great opportunity, I think, to think about continuity, discontinuity. What remains the same and what is different? Okay. Because there is a difference, obviously. There was a promise of the, of the gift of the Spirit. Christ himself promised, and he's the one who baptized us with the Spirit of God. And so there, there, there was something new that really came into being. So what's the same and what's different? If we understand and believe the, what the Bible teaches about man since the fall, then we have to know that no one has ever been saved in all of history, Old Testament or New, apart from regeneration, mm-hmm. right? Man, man does it, he's blind, he's dead, he's enslaved until God does a work in his soul that allows him, enables him to believe the gospel, mm-hmm. to love the living God, to want to live for the living God. So when you talk about Old Testament saints, regeneration was necessary for salvation. Mm-hmm. The, the work of the Spirit in the heart was necessary for a person to be saved. In the same sort of way, to think that we can live a godly life, Old Testament or New Testament, without the help of the Spirit of God would be erroneous, Mm -hmm. right? Men in their own strength cannot live up to any command of God. So when you talk about Old Testament saints who love the Scriptures, read Psalm 19, read Psalm 119, the love that David expresses for Mm -hmm. for the Word of God. Where did that come from? It came from the Spirit of God. I find it interesting when Nicodemus approaches Jesus in John 3 and Jesus talks about the new birth, he reproves Nicodemus for not knowing these things. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the only information Nicodemus had was the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. So obviously he should have understood the need for new birth mm-hmm. even in the Old Testament, right? So, so I, I find that interesting. So was sanctification or growth, let's say in godliness, possible in the Old Testament apart from the work of the Spirit of God? My answer to that would be no. Mm. So what has come that is new? Well, what has come is the Messiah came. Old Testament points to the coming of Christ, coming of Christ, coming of Christ. Well, he's, he's come. Now we have met with Emmanuel, God with us. Now we recognize that the Messiah is God incarnate. In that sense, there are commandments that have become new. I think about Jesus giving a new commandment that we should love one another. Well, mm-hmm. the Old Testament is full of commands for God's people to love each other. Mm-hmm. In what sense is it new? Well, now he's able to say, as I have loved you, mm-hmm. 
so love one another. There, there's the newness. Mm. Now we have embodied in the person of Christ the very love that we're to display to each other. That has brought a newness. Well, the Spirit of God is given to those who have trusted in Christ. It is a post-resurrection, post-ascension reality that now every believer is permanently indwelt by the Spirit of God. Who is the Spirit of God to us? He is our comforter. He is Christ in us, mm -hmm. right? This is the New yeah. Testament terminology. The, the Messiah has come and he hasn't left us as orphans. Mm -hmm. He's now with us to the end of the age. How is he with us? By virtue of the permanent indwelling Spirit of God. That's a New Testament reality that's this, this new. Mm -hmm. He is also the seal that mm -hmm. God has given to us of our future inheritance. What does this permanent indwelling signify? Mm -hmm. The fact that we are headed toward a future that God has promised and we will certainly have it. He, he is the seal of God upon the people of God for the rest of time until eternity. So that, that's, that's a newness. So people saved in the Old Testament without the Spirit? No. People grow in godliness in the Old Testament without the Spirit? No. What, what about these things you described, this swoop, you know, sweeping down as it yeah. were and all that? Well, these are, are for special services or special things that are to be done. God makes clear this is supernaturally accomplished by the work of His Spirit. But in terms mm -hmm. of the individual believer, there wasn't salvation without Him. There wasn't growth without Him. They were not permanently indwelt. That's true. But He was still active outside of them, influencing them to those ends. Sanctification for the believer in the New Testament. Now Christ in me, the hope of glory. Spirit of God, the seal of my future inheritance. And there's this newness that now I'm being conformed to the image of the Son of God, right? That, that could not have been an Old Testament goal set before the people of God because He had not yet come, but now He has come. So that love takes on a new character. As Christ has loved me, I love you. Mm -hmm. I'm able to, to see the law of God lived out in a perfect human life in, in the person of Christ. So now he's, He is a standard, an example. He's not just my Redeemer. He's my model at the same time of what, of what my life should look, look like now that I've been redeemed. That, take, that, that makes sanctification take on a new significance. Christ set before me in every way so that now I'm being conformed to His image. That, that's something new. So I think there's continuity, but there's also discontinuity. Mm. And the Bible doesn't make it complicated. It just sets it forth before us in very clear, simple mm. terms. Mm -hmm. And we ought to embrace everything it, it reveals. So now, it, now that the full revelation of God has been given to us in the New Testament, we know, let's say, our doctrine of God is that the Holy Spirit, while the term Holy Spirit or Spirit is not used as much in the Old Testament, you're saying not every believer is indwelt by the Spirit like what we have in the New. Right. However, the Spirit is working in all of these ways like we see in the New, such as eyes of faith to believe in the promises of God. Absolutely. That has to be the Spirit's work. Yes. Okay, the, the love of the Scriptures and the, the obedience to the law of God, that has to be the Spirit. Absolutely. Okay. It's like another realm of doctrine that we teach about and talk about, you know, the sovereignty of God and salvation. Yeah. I, I'm convinced if you were to say, what is the one doctrine that unlocks all the others? Mm -hmm. I, think, I think it's the doctrine of, of man's condition in sin, mm -hmm. a total depravity. Mm -hmm. If mm -hmm. I really get hold of that, mm -hmm. then all the other doctrines are necessary. Mm -hmm. And if men are depraved in the Old Testament, just like they are in the era we're living in right now, mm -hmm. how is anyone saved? Mm -hmm. How does someone repent? Mm -hmm. how, do they, how do they see? How do they, hear? How do they have ears to hear? 
the answer is the regeneration. There has to be the grace of God at work in the soul that brings new life. Mm. And with new life, there are new eyes and mm. new ears and yeah. new desires. And that was as true in the Old Testament as in the New, which is why Jesus is able to rebuke Nicodemus, a teacher of Israel, the teacher of Israel, oh, yeah. because he doesn't understand these mm -hmm. things, mm -hmm. right? How can I enter into my mother's womb and be born when I'm old? Mm -hmm. Well, he's, a t he's the teacher of Israel. He mm -hmm. ought to know these things. Yeah. So yes, the Spirit's work necessary in the Old Testament, just like in the New, for the salvation and progress mm -hmm. of believers. Mm -hmm. But permanent indwelling, yeah. brand new, yeah. see the, the seal of our seal. future yeah. inheritance, mm -hmm. that's a new reality. Christ mm -hmm. in you, the mm -hmm. hope of glory, that's a new reality. Christ set before us now as the model, the example for our sanctification, being conformed to his image, mm -hmm. that's a new reality. Mm -hmm. And so those things we embrace as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's amazing even when you consider all the um, maybe sanctification-like texts we have in the New Testament, how many of those we have parallels in the Old, and even a lot of the exhortations we have in the New about how to live, now with the permanent indwelling of the Spirit, but how to live for faith in Christ and for faith uh, in God, how much that was actually has a basis in the Old Testament Absolutely, as well. Josh, and now it's being stationed in Christ. Yeah, so right. these things we yeah. see in the Old Testament are now stationed in Him yeah. because He's come. Yeah. You know, hallelujah, he's yeah, come. And so, right. now, so now it's, everything's new. Yeah. It's a new day. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Straight Truth Podcast. Now, Straight Truth is listener supported. So if you'd like to find out ways how you can help us to continue to produce this podcast, you can go to our website and find out ways to do that, straighttruth.net. At that website, you'll also find links to all of our previous episodes and our social media channels. So be sure to check it out. Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more information, go to walkingingrace.org.